So my first official episode came out a couple of days ago. Um, I can see how many people are listening to it. I was about to say reading them, but it's, it's listening, isn't it? Duh. But yeah, I can see on my app how many listen to it. So I thank you all for taking your time. I suppose not everyone probably listened right through. But I don't really mind. I'm just doing this for a bit of fun. But yeah, I put it out on Instagram telling people and then a couple of people commented on it saying I sound Welshy more than Mancunian. But in my mind, I can only hear Mancunian. Maybe a few words or phrases may sound a bit Welsh, but. And then also stop being so hard on myself because apparently I don't sound that bad. But I suppose everyone has an opinion, right? Hey! Anyway, that being said, let's, let's get on with today's episode. Okay, welcome, hello, I am Ben, I am the host of my podcast, which I don't know why I'm introducing myself again for, but, oh well, I'm still working on an opening phrase or something catchy, I don't know, we'll just get through it as normal, shall we? But yeah, this is Back to the Geek, the blog, the podcast. Maybe just back to the geek podcast. I don't know which I'm going for yet. I'll just throw them both out there for you. You can comment on it and decide which one you prefer. Do you want the blog, the podcast, or do you want just back to the geek podcast? There's your first question of the day. Also, if I sound a bit different, I've uh, just recently got a new microphone and boom arm kit. Or podcasting kit, whatever you want to call it. I got it off Amazon. Plugs to Amazon. <laughs> hey. But I always use them anyway, so it's fine. Next day delivery. So I ordered it yesterday about 6pm. And it came at like 2pm this afternoon. So, And it was the top rated boom arm on all of Amazon doesn't have a name it just simply is called professional recording microphone stand even though it's not a stand well it is a stand but it's connected to the table stand to me is something that you like put on the actual table and yeah and the microphone i ordered that separate but it was again next day delivery like 50 pound if that is so altogether, this cost me 60, 65 with free next day delivery. So, but to me, I, I've listened back on a few things already. I've tested it out on a different app to like make sure it sounds alright. And to be honest, I quite like the way it sounds. It sounds pretty cool, and it gives me more freedom now to swing the arm around and chill out in my chair. Have it as far as 
as close to me as I want. But yeah, it's all good. So today's episode, I'm going to talk about Disney. Specifically, Disney Parks. Because Walt Disney World in Florida and Disneyland Paris are both due to open in the next coming days slash week. And yesterday was cast member preview day at Walt Disney World in Florida. Just for Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom for now, because they're the two that are opening up on July the 11th. With Epcot and Hollywood Studios both opening up on the 15th of July, which is the same day that Disneyland Paris will open. But yeah, a few vloggers that I watch, well-known vloggers that people probably watch as well. I follow on, on all socials, and I watch them on YouTube all the time. But they got invited out by some cast members to take part in this uh, preview day. So I've been watching all them this morning. Slash early afternoon. And then I even watched like live streams from yesterday when they were in the park. And to me it looks alright. looks nice. Spread out. Safe. You can't really fault anyone at the moment with like anything that they're doing because this is all new to everyone. So, but I mean, I did watch a couple of these vloggers that went to other theme parks in the Orlando area, and it didn't look like there was much social distancing going on really. But I'm sure they'll work it all out one step at a time, eh? But yeah, the Disney Disney parks looked all right, like. Most of the rides were like 5 to 10 minutes, but that is because it was only cast member previews and it was probably like super, super, super limited capacity. So once it opens on the 11th, it might be a little more capacity than what was there yesterday. And I think they're doing it today. And Well, I think they're doing one every day now to up till the 11th. I think it's annual pass previews. Either tomorrow or sometime in it. Well, I'm sure we'll see more of Disney in the next couple of days. And then come the 11th, there'll be everyone. Well, everyone who's booked the tickets to go on the 11th. Because that's what they're doing. They're doing a reservation system. And you have to make sure you book on the day that you want to go. Like... Disneyland Paris have just opened theirs a couple of days ago and I'm staying on it for like I keep checking every day because I've got a a trip coming up in November so I'm just waiting for the November dates to be released on this reservation app but basically all you do is it's like a calendar you just click on the day that you plan on going and reserve your spots and to be fair, it's probably the way it's going to go for the next, how many months have we got left? Six, is it? Well, we've only just got into July, so yeah, about six months. But it could, I did read somewhere that they're probably going to keep this all in throughout all of next year as well for Walt Disney World. I don't know if that's going to be true or not, or whether, like, 
whether they're just going to scrap it eventually. But I can probably see this is going to be the way forward now. Like, you have to reserve the day that you're actually going. There's no, like, just showing up and expecting to get in. Even though sometimes it could reach capacity anyway, so you will be, like, refused entry. But it's very, 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 very rare that happens. Only on, like, certain weekends, like, maybe July 4th that's just gone. That would have been pretty much near capacity. But... Yeah, Christmas, Halloween—you know the big, the big days. But yeah, I was pretty impressed with what I saw. To be honest, time will only tell. Tokyo Disney's been open for about a week or so now, and I watched a couple of vlogs from Tokyo Disney, and I like the way they're doing it because the cast members are actually in stood in certain positions in the lines itself for the rides and they're holding up boards telling people to stay clear like keep keep your masks on like you know the general hygiene rule and then if they see people who are not abiding by the floor stickers which i don't know why anyone wouldn't but i have seen stuff online of people don't follow the rules on the floor even though they're there in your face like popping up at you telling you to stand behind the line and stuff but yeah some people are just idiots man but yeah so they like tell people to shuffle back if they're too far up which i thought was pretty good like i can see like probably walt disney world and Disneyland Paris probably doing the same, to be honest. As long as they got the right amount of cast on at a day. I understand that they probably need to cut back on certain days and whatnot, but for opening after four months of like being away, I suppose. They could have everyone on. Well they should have everyone on really, just to make sure it all runs smoothly. There's nothing worse than an opening day failure, I suppose. Because once people have seen how bad it is or how, like, if it does get bad on the first day, then people are just going to be posting that shit all over socials and online. and It's just going to be fucking horrendous, to be honest. So have everyone there. Get it all out of the way for the first week. Make sure it's all running smoothly and then... And then take a look at it. And if you need to cut back, cut back. If you don't, don't. Yeah, it's just one of them things that happens in all walks of life. But yeah, I think I've. I think it's come to that time now when uh, people are ready to like start exploring more. And hopefully trying to get out a bit more. But. I I would like to say that I do feel Walt Disney World Florida. Speaking of my opinion, I think it should have stayed shut for a little while longer because it's common knowledge that Florida's like got one of the highest COVID rates in America at the moment now. 
and it's just been going up and up and up. But I understand why they're opening it up, but at the same time, just they could have just like kept it closed for and an, the end of the month or something, you know. But as long as everyone sticks to the rules, I'm pretty sure ninety odd percent of people will. There's always going to be them people that won't abide by rules, and you see them already online from like going out shopping or summer, and they all like they're kicking off in America for like not being able to enter a Walmart safe and not wearing a mask, even though that's the rules. You're not allowed to enter unless you wear a mask. But all you see like videos of people screaming, I I need my freedom so I'm not gonna wear a mask. No, you wear a mask because you're helping protect everyone in the area, not just yourself. It's not all about you. It's about each and every person that's ventured out in that day, like you know. You just just need to follow the rules. Follow the rules. Everything'll open a lot quicker. Rates should drop quicker. And hopefully by the start of next year everything should be back to some sort of new normal, I suppose. But until then, people just just follow the rules, man. Just wear a fucking mask. It's not hard, like. But yeah. Alright, speaking of Disneyland Paris, um, they announced that the railroad's gonna be finally open when it does open on the 15th of July, which is amazing news, to be honest, because it's been shut for what feels like about 20,000 years no lie it generally been shut now for at least 18 months I believe or even longer like the last three or four visits that I've been on in the last two years it's it's not been operational so and they've always give us a date when it's gonna come but then it gets pushed back and pushed back and pushed back it's just but yeah, it's going to be open on the 15th of July. Finally something decent, I suppose, coming from it. All, um, all current projects are still, well, are getting back underway now. So, like Marvel Land still getting done up. Frozen Land is still, I believe, they're digging out all the... The area they need to do Frozen Land in pictures and videos that I've seen online. So that's pretty good that they're not like cutting back on that side of stuff. But it may get pushed back a few months, but we shouldn't really complain about that because they had to stop for about three months doing expansion work and stuff. It's like Buzz Lightyear, that's not going to be open now till, well, on the app, I believe they say it's like, it only goes up to like August time or something, but it may even be further than that because they've not been able to work on it for the last two and a half, three months. But that'll be all right because with the low crowds and low capacity, 
I don't think people are going to miss it all that much, to be honest. So I'm just looking forward to it all, as long as it's all well, safe, well managed. People actually following rules. Like I was chatting to someone on Instagram before about like people who jump the queue lines. You know, like they have like their family members are near the front of the ride and then they decide to come on the ride and just jump through the queue to get to them. Like, I really hope there's cast members stood around in the queue to make sure that people ain't doing that because one, it's annoying in the first place because if you're in a a group just stay together like it's not hard stay together and yeah just all wait the same time like don't bloody take the piss um mainly big thunder mountain like we was talking about that's one of the main ones that people do it on Sometimes it happens on, well, this is, I can't really think, oh, maybe Crush's Coaster. Uh, Ratatouille. But that's only when it's on the outside queue, it's never inside, because the inside queue is literally, like, around the corner, up a hallway, and you're there on the ride, basically, so. But yeah, apart from that. It's like the major attractions, you know, the ones that you always wait like over 40 minutes for, even on a quiet day. Uh. Yeah, I just hope like they sort all that out. Like, just have at least one cast member stood. Or oh, going through the queue, like taking turns, having like walking around because. Or not going through the queue because obviously social distancing and all that. But like. They're not going to have, like, both lines open on every ride now, are they? Because you need to socially distance. But, like, I was watching that Walt Disney World stuff this morning, and some of the queues did look ridiculously long because they're now, like, going outside, and they've made, like, areas for extended queue lines. But, like they were saying on there, like, it's only because... They have to socially distance by six foot and be two meters apart and all that stuff. So, but it is only like a 10 15 minute wait. And if it looks long, then it's going to look daunting in it. But as long as, like, you know that it is only going to be around 10 to 20 minute wait, then. It's no real hardship, is it? Especially if it's low crowds. Right? You're probably going to get on quite a bit of rides. Yeah, you might have to wait the odd, like, five, ten minutes longer. But it's all steps that they need to take. Like, they need to wipe down after every ride. Make sure everyone's distancing themselves. You know, just the standard stuff. Also about the new paint job on Cinderella Castle in Walt Disney World in Magic Kingdom. I for one love it. I think it looks amazing. 
Like, it did look a bit dark, the pink, on pictures that I've seen from people taking pictures from, like, the contemporary and stuff. You know, like, on the balconies and whatnot, when you can, like, see it from a distance. But once it were up close, you couldn't even see how dark the pink was. Some angles you could, but when you just, like, head on to it, no. And to me, like, people are just making a mountain out of a molehill. Over time, once that Florida sun hits it and soaks up the sun, it's going to fade anyway. So that's probably why how dark it had to be to make sure it's going to be some sort of pinkish once the sun soaked it all up. And come the 50th anniversary next October, then by then it's going to be like, probably going to be like a faded pink which will look even cooler I think with the dark blue spirals on the top but yeah that's just my personal opinion I don't know if anyone else agrees I'm just really looking forward to getting on certain rides at the moment to see how they are hyperspace mountain in Paris Love it. I know a lot of people don't like the Star Wars overlay, but at the end of the day, it's the same ride, just with Star Wars music and projections. Get that out of your mind. You, you be, you're just literally on the same ride. It's the same loops. It's the same... I was going to say fastness then, but that's not even a fucking word, is it? The same... Length, the same runtime, the same, you know, you know what I mean. I'm looking forward to a. Well, I say I'm looking forward to it. The only reason why I'm looking forward to it is because if they're still socially distancing the rides by November, which I think they will, because I should imagine they'll do it till the end of the year now, which will mean that me and my mum are the only two that ride it. My dad don't like loopy loops and roller coasters in general and to be fair I don't like them if I can see them but this one's inside so it's an indoor coaster you can feel it but I mean you can't see it so I'm fine with it plus the Star Wars music's blasting in your ears which I love but yeah it'll just be me and my mum in one car to ourselves because there's only four seats in a car and the pictures are going to look phenomenal. It's the same with like Pirates of the Caribbean. If they're like missing a row, like seating every other row, that means there's going to be nobody sat in front or behind us. So like the picture should be pretty clear of just each row. So you'll be able to zoom in and get a nice picture of your family or whoever you're going with, whether it's friends, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, your parents like I am. But, yeah, it's going to be, like, some of the rides are going to benefit in that way, I think. And I think it's going to carry on to at least the end of the year, would have thought. Well, they should, because nobody really knows when COVID is going to be absolutely clear-free anyway, so. And some scientists are expecting it to be till towards the end of next year, so. And then especially in winter, if it does come back again, because they reckon it's 
gonna act like the common cold virus where it comes back more in colder climates then it's just gonna make for interesting uh, end of the year even though this year's already been interesting enough but yeah I just can't wait to get on certain rides now can't wait to go back to Hotel Cheyenne or Cheyenne as some people say I don't know how you pronounce it properly but Whatever. It's the same thing, isn't it? It's the Cowboy Hotel. I've stayed there twice, I think. Yeah, twice. And this is going to be my third time. The only other two times we've been is when it's been my dad's birthday because my dad likes the theming of that hotel with, like, Toy Story and stuff. Old and Western... He's old. He's cool. He's fine with it. Everyone's getting older. <laughs> I'm sure if he listens to this, which he might, he'll probably end up killing me, so this could be my final ever podcast. So, you're welcome. Thank you for listening. No joking. Um, We did plan on staying at Newport Bay, but... The day that we originally priced it up between the time that we actually booked it was a couple weeks because obviously we had to wait for payday at the end of the month before we could book something so the price kind of went up by a hundred and odd pound I think but then we had to put in everything because we're traveling by train so we have to travel down to London Stay over the night before in London because the train's at like 10 o'clock in the morning. And my mum didn't want to drive down too early, which is understandable. Then we're staying over the night that we return from Paris on the Friday night. Because the train doesn't get in till half past eight, I think. So there's no point travelling all the way back up to Wales after then because by the time we get back to Wales it's going to be gone half 11 maybe midnight something like that so yeah we booked a couple of rooms down there in Ashford because we're getting it from Ashford um, plus the train prices it still wouldn't have come to a lot would have come to like 400 £465 each but just then my mum phoned up to get annual pass prices and see what the difference was and Cheyenne was or Cheyenne was like I think it was like £300 for the three of us so it was £100 each so plus the train tickets and the overnight hotel t- stays and the price of petrol going to and from literally come to like just under 300 quid each. So we saved like 160 odd pound, maybe a bit more once I work it out properly, but that 160 odd pound could go towards my next annual pass, I suppose, or it'll definitely go towards 
um, spending money, let's put it that way, because I am eager to get back in the shops and see what merch to do. And it's going to be Christmas time. Christmas time is the best time of year to go to Disneyland Paris, in my opinion. That and Halloween, but I've only ever been Halloween like three times, and I'd like to go again for Halloween night, but I don't think they're doing it this year. They haven't actually announced anything, I don't think, Disneyland Paris. I know Walt Disney World have cancelled all their Halloween stuff, which is why I cancelled my October holiday in Florida, and that's why I'm now going to Disneyland Paris. So I got all my money back for the hotels over there, and I've got an open ticket from Virgin because they won't allow refunds because obviously the flight is scheduled to go ahead, so I couldn't apply for a refund, which is fair enough. But they've open like they've left the ticket open, but I have to use it. I have to book something basically by. The end of December this year, I believe. Which isn't really a lot of time to try and work out stuff because I know we was planning on going to Florida again next year for the 50th anniversary, but at the moment, my mum and dad don't know when or whereabouts. They could have time off next year. I mean, we always look at September because September is the quietest months usually, but... It could be busy next year because a lot of people have moved their holidays from this year to next year, which is understandable. So, I don't know. But my open ticket is now available up until December 2022. Whereas when I booked it in May and then had to leave my ticket open because obviously there was no chance of me going in May. It was only up until April 2021, which then kind of threw in a spiral in because we want to go later on in the year next year. So I wasn't able to use my ticket then. But then one of my mates from school who I still taught with was going in October, so I decided to like go the same time. But then obviously now we both decided we're not going So I've now got this open ticket till December 2022, but I have to book something before December 30th, 2020. It's just all at the moment, so I'm sorry if that was a bit loud. But also on the other hand, if I, I suppose I could just, well, maybe we'll go next year. I don't actually know what's going on at the moment. Like I said, it's totally up to... Cause it's like my sister and her boyfriend are coming too, so we have to kind of work dates out between us all. Well, I'm hoping they can come. It'll be pretty fun then. Be like five of us just venturing around Walt Disney World. The Kendall Clan. Wait, no, I shouldn't say clan. That sounds a bit dodgy, doesn't it? The Kendall Crew. Brought to you by South Wales and Ipswich. You know. Something like that. I could have that as like if I've I do wanna try and vlog stuff, like I wanna try and but so maybe I might vlog next year's 
Disney, that might be the intro, like the Kendall crew. Like, I could do my uh, best voiceover impersonation. Like the X-Factor person. The X-Factor. Like, try something like that. That probably sounded really shit. I don't know, I can't hear anything now because this microphone doesn't have a... Doesn't have a headphone jack on it like the other microphone did. But I just prefer this microphone because it sounds better. I have listened to little snippets as I'm like, stop recording and put it... Like, because you have to drag it over into the episode, so... Like, you record on one side and then you drag it over to the other side once you feel like it's nice and... Or as good as it's going to be. But I'm not doing any editing as I keep saying. One thing I was really happy about on one of the vlogs that I watched from Magic Kingdom this morning, but from yesterday, you know what I mean, was seeing Haunted Mansion again. Haunted Mansion is like the coolest fucking concept ride slash whatever you want to call it in the world. I don't care what anyone says. Like, even on my desk right now, like, I've got my laptop, my boom arm, my mic set up. And then on the top shelf, I've got the singing busts from Haunted Mansion, which I'd bought in Paris because they started selling everything Haunted Mansion and Phantom Manor in Paris, obviously. But I bought the set of four, which are up here. Still in the box, I'm not taking them out. They look nice because it's got like a nice clear view window of all four. And it was only 49 euros. Plus with my 20% discount off annual pass, it was like... So it come to like 30... 39 summer, 38 summer, Something like that, yeah. And then I've also got the Hatchbox Ghost like figure. Which is... Done in a similar way of them traditions that you can buy for Disney. You know, like the wooden type carving looking stuff. But the head you can take out of his basket case. I'll take a picture and put on like my Instagram once this goes up. But like you can take the head out of his... He's holding like a, a basket sort of thing. And you could take the head out of that and put it onto his actual head because he's got no head at the moment. And it's magnetic. And it glows in the dark. It's really fucking cool. And that was like a hundred and... I want to say 129 euros. But obviously with discount it came to just under 100. And we don't have Hatchbox Ghost in Paris. And he's not even in Walt Disney World. He's in California one apparently. But... I've seen some ride footage of it and I really want to go California one day. I would like to adventure to all of them at one point, like Tokyo, Shanghai, Hong Kong. Like, do the whole shebang, the whole Disney catalogue, if you will, of theme parks. Shanghai looks friggin' awesome. It looks so cool. And the Tron coaster is going to Magic Kingdom. That's supposed to be done by next year. 
next summer, I believe, but it's probably going to be longer than that now, but it's going to be ready before October 1st, so, which is the 50th. But that's going to be such a cool addition to Magic Kingdom. Bear in mind, I've not been back for like 12, 13 years. And last time I went back, they were just on about doing New Fantasyland. Like, I think they were literally just shutting off all the old area, ready to dig all that up to build New Fantasyland. So I haven't even seen or walked through any of that yet. So you've got like be our guest restaurant you got journey under the sea with little mermaid you got a snow white uh mine train like it all just looks super cool and same with like i know this isn't disney but universal in florida because if you go in florida to walt disney world there's a chance you're probably going to be going to universal for at least two days that's the way we've always done it so gives you a nice little break then and a different sort of theme park. But like last time we went to Florida. Oh, sorry. I just whacked the boom arm. Last time we went to Florida. Um, Hogwarts was literally just being starting being built in Islands of Adventure. And now they've got two parts to it, haven't they? Like Jaws has now gone in Universal Studios, which... I wasn't too best pleased with because it's one of my favourite rides and one of my favourite films ever, but hey-ho, lots of things change over the years, don't they? So it is what it is. But all that Harry Potter stuff looks really cool. Like every vlog that I've watched for the last 10 years, like walking through Harry Potter worlds and stuff, looks really cool. Plus I'm a Harry Potter fan, so I'll, I'll love it. Either way. So yeah, a lot's changed since I've last been to Florida. So I'm eager to get back out there just because it's all going to be look... Well, yeah, most of it's going to be pretty different. Like, completely different. Like, you've got New Fantasy Land, you've got Toy Story Land, you've got Galaxy's Edge. Uh, what else has gone? Like, lots of things have changed, but for some reason, my mind's just gone absolutely blank. And I watch these vlogs, like, on a daily basis. I'm not even joking. Like, if I feel a bit shitty or in a mood, I usually watch, like, a Disneyland Paris or Walt Disney World or Shanghai, Tokyo, Hong Kong, California. I watch any sort of vlog just so I can... Basically, just so I can hear the sounds. Like, especially when they're walking on Main Street and you hear, like, the old time waltz and like the marriage life music from up as soon as you hear them you're like you just feel so calm and at ease and then you see the castle at the bottom admittedly the california castle doesn't look the best but i'm not here to slag it off because i haven't even seen it in person but i mean compared to the size of the others no offense california people if you're listening but I still think Disneyland Paris is probably one of the nicest castles I've seen. Like, out of the two that I've seen in person, I'd say Disneyland Paris is the nicest. But, I mean, like, I've seen all the others through pictures and videos. So, I'd still say that Disneyland Paris is one of the nicest that I've seen. 
but if you're going off like icons of like theme parks and stuff, I'd probably say the Epcot Ball Spaceship Earth is still my favourite because it's my favourite park so I'm eager to get back out there next year and see what they've done to all of it because they are absolutely rinsing that park to pieces to change all the entrance and stuff which does look nice in concept art not gonna lie and then you'll have the guardians of the galaxy coaster cosmic rewind that's gonna be fantastic I don't even care if the coaster's shit. It's still going to be fantastic. It's Guardians of Galaxy, man. It's like one of the coolest Marvel films ever done. And they weren't even going to make the film. It was only until James Gunn persuaded them. Well, I believe that's the story. But, but yeah, like, God bless you, James Glenn. James Glenn? James Gunn. It's like one of my favourite directors ever. He did Scooby-Doo live action for fuck's sake. That's like one of my favourite films ever growing up. I say growing up, I was in my mid-teens, but still, you know, I'd watch it a lot. It was so funny, so good. Casting was pretty perfect in my opinion. I could go on all day, but I'll probably, I might even do another podcast episode just for Scooby-Doo, like. Because Scooby-Doo is the shit. Genuinely is the coolest dog in cartoon history, I suppose you could say. But yeah, let's get back to Disney. So you got... Also, they can't do like a Marvel land like they're making in California or Paris because of the... uh rights to certain franchises were given to Universal to use in Islands of Adventure, so like Hulk, Spider-Man, X-Men, you know, like the, the, the cool stuff. So the only way they could do it was to have someone like Guardians of the Galaxy or some, but hopefully they'll it's not just going to be like that one thing popped in there. Hopefully, within the next 10 years or so, they'll start like adding a bit more around that area to make it into some sort of like Marvel slash Avengers campus land. It's called Avengers Campus in California and Paris. So. And Hong Kong, I believe. Is it Hong Kong? I think it's Hong Kong. But yeah, like in Paris, they've got a Spider-Man ride coming, which is going to be a brand new build. Like it's not replacing any other thing in Paris. Well, it's replaced Armageddon, the stunt spectacular or whatever it was called. I don't know what it's called. It was shit, but still. They knocked all that down and like completely resurfaced the whole area and then building up a whole new show building for this ride which if you watch the imagineering story there's an episode on there where it shows you like an animatronic that they shoot off and it does like a 360 or something in the sky and that's basically what the spider-man animatronic supposed to be for the rides 
And if that happens, that's going to look fucking cool. But time will tell. It's supposed to be open next year in Paris, but... I mean, with these couple months not being able to do anything, it could push it back. So it could be the end of next year, I suppose. Because I believe it was supposed to be, like, just after summer it was opening. So, like, August, September time. But... We'll see, we'll see. It may even be the early 2022, which isn't a huge deal. But, like, there's not a lot of stuff you can do in Walt Disney Studios as it is. You've probably got, like, like three major attractions, Tower of Terror. Yes, it's still Tower of Terror. It's not Guardians of the Galaxy like California. If any of the American people are listening. Uh, Crush's Coaster and Ratatouille. Which is also going into Epcot. Which was supposed to be open now. But I, I assume they're just waiting until next month or whatever to open it. I don't know. But yeah, that's like the three major attractions in Walt Disney Studios. And then you got your little attractions like... the. Uh, Parachute drop Toy Story, like our version of Toy Story Land in, it's called Playland in Paris. And it's nice, it's nice to walk around there, get the ambiance, get the, especially at night when the lights all light up in, because they've got them chain lights like they do in uh, Florida. Um, But yeah, they all light up at night. I've got a really cool shot of it, I think it's posted on my Instagram somewhere. But yeah, like they got parachute drops, which is toy uh the soldiers. Their ride, it's like a Tower of Terror esque drop ride. You just basically go up and down like three times. That's always quite full. That's like thirty five, forty minute wait usually. And you get some really good views of the overlay of the park once you reach the top, because it's it's open. It's not got like a casing around it or anything. I don't know why I'm explaining it anyway, because most of the people that have actually listened to my podcast are probably people that, like, have been to Disneyland Paris. So, I'm just explaining it just in case you've never been and want to go. But yeah, and then you got your Slinky Dog. Zig, well, it's not even a zigzag, it's just a swirly. Like, it bumps up and down as it swirls around. It's... It's alright, it's cool. Usually five, ten minute wait when I go. I try and go during the week. So And then you got your RC which I can't even explain, but it's just it just goes backwards and forwards like whilst going up this big curvage. So that's always quite popular as well, but I wouldn't really class that as like a main attraction. Like the main attraction to me is the rides that are always constantly. It's like, I say Ratatouille is one of them because like it's still a pinpoint. If somebody says let's go to Walt Disney Studios, you'll be like, oh, let's get a fast pass for Ratatouille. Because the fast pass is probably the best way to get Ratatouille because it does fill up quite quick. 
and I might make another podcast about like tips and stuff about like getting fast passes and making use of it. It all depends what you really fancy hearing me talk about, I suppose. Hopefully you'll let me know one way or the other. One way, huh? No. Nope. I'm not singing. But yeah, apart from that, like they're the three major attractions. You did have Rock and Roller Coaster as well, which wasn't a major attraction because at the most it was about 10 minute wait. And to be honest, it was felt like a walk on pretty much every time I've been on it. And yeah, I do miss it because I love Aerosmith, but that's going to be taken over by um, Iron Man. It's going to be an Iron Man experience coaster. With a few Avengers thrown in as well, apparently. From what I've read. Concept art looks pretty cool. And if you go to the stunt show at the back of the park. Well, I say the back of the park. It's currently the back of the park before they expand. Uh, if you go there and sit like towards the back end of the theatre at the top. Because it like inclines upwards. You do actually get a good view over the top of the trees to see what they're actually doing to the facade of Rock and Roller Coaster. And when we was last there in end of January, we went to watch the stunt show. Lights, motor, light motors action stunt spectacular, apparently it's called, I think. But yeah, we so we sat, well, we sat kind of in the middle. So not at the back and not at the front, but in the middle. So even there, we still got to see some bits that were going on. And they had the pillars all up and the wires ran across these pillars ready for the outside. Because it's supposed to be like a big curvature, like, front, put on the front of the building. Which is going to have, like, lights and stuff. So it looks pretty cool. Go check out the concept art if you haven't seen it. It looks pretty cool. But then, like, there are two rides. I said rides. Armageddon was just a stunt thing as well. But there are two things that have been shut for well over a year now. And then the tram tours shut now as well because they're re-theming that. But they're also halving it down as well. So it's not going to be as long as it used to be. So it's only going to be the Catastrophe Canyon bit, I believe. But they're re-theming it to cars. And Disney themselves have put up a picture of behind the scenes. Like, setting it all up, getting it all ready. Because that was supposed to be open in July, I believe. But now that's obviously been pushed back. So hopefully it should be up in November. But... The new entrance is now going to be in Toy Story Land, or Playland, and it's going to be down the side of RC, next to the Toy Story store that's never hardly open anyway, the Monkey Barrel store, Toy Store, whatever it's called. But yeah, you go down the side of there, and that's going to be the new entrance, and all it is is going to be that Catastrophe Canyon, I think, just like one big loop. I suppose it's going to be bits and bobs of cars on as you go around after you've left Catastrophe Canyon bit and make your way back around to the entrance. But yeah, they've stopped the whole 
the rest of it because that's going to be the walkway up towards uh, Frozen Land and the Star Wars Land, which is all set to be completed by 2024 or 2025. But obviously with delays and stuff, you might be looking more at 2026. But the Star Wars Land is going to be nothing compared to the Florida or California one. They look absolutely massive. I think when they announced these lands for Disneyland Paris, like Frozen Land and Star Wars Land, they're only going to have like one attraction each and then a few shops and and a restaurant or something like that. I'm sure you could find more details online about it. But, but yeah. Okay, sorry about that long pause. I was just reading something on Anchor's website and it says you can only record up to 30 minutes, but I think that just means each recording session is only allowed 30 minutes, so I started panicking then, so I hit... I stopped recording and then tried putting it in my, dragged it into my episode file and it's allowed me to do it. So, But I probably should stop this episode because it's already at 50, 53 minutes and 2 seconds. <laughs> but yeah, I was just on about like the concept of the expansions and the parks and stuff. But I might, I'll probably talk more about it in a future episode anyway so so for now I'll I'll just stop because it's going way over an hour at the moment well it will be once I've stopped fully recording I think I have to reach 8 minutes but I'm not going to do that because I'm, I'm not that type of person just wait around even though I like everything to be as even as possible but yeah, um, that's my thoughts on Disney at the moment. There's a lot more that I probably haven't even mentioned or said, and once I've stopped recording, they'll probably just they'll probably just pop in my head, and then I'll be like, oh, like get so annoyed, and then be like, oh, I should have added that. So I probably will end up recording another episode. So I might just call this Disney Part One. Because this is mainly just about the reopening of Disney and stuff. With a few news flashes here and there. So it might be like Disney Part 1 and then I might do Disney Part 2 either later on today or tomorrow. Or should I just call it Disney Number 1 because there's probably going to be a hell of a lot more Disney stuff coming out in the future. So I could call it like Disney Number 1, Disney Number 2 and Disney Number 3. You know, get you, you get the idea. Or should I just call it the reopening of Disney? I don't know. You'll find out once the actual episode's up. You'll see what it's called. But thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking around for the whole... 57 minutes or whatever it's going to be if you have stuck around that long hopefully you have because you're a disney fan a disney freak like me and you just love hearing about disney stuff if you want to be involved in the podcast anyway just 
just send me a message, even if it's a shout out. If you want a shout out, just let me know, and then I can give out your Instagram or your Twitter or whatever you want me to give out, and then give you a nice little shout out there. At least then I know that you are listening. I know some people are listening anyway because they commented on my picture when I posted it up yesterday or the day before. So yeah, thank you for thanks for listening. Always remember to be kind to people. Be respectful of everyone's opinions. Everyone has an opinion. Please just don't be a dick. Like, just get on with everyone. Hopefully we can all just get on. See the similar interests. See the similar loves of Disney. Or whatever I post in the future, be it films and stuff. If you don't want to hear about Disney, then you can just skip this episode. And sure, there's going to be stuff on here that you will like over the time. So, yeah, thank you. Thanks for people that are just supporting me, I suppose. Like, when I announced this, like, four or five months ago, whatever it was, people were pretty psyched up then, like, always emailing me, like, sending me message asking what it's going to be about what what when am i doing it what's happening people like getting anxious i think towards the latter end of the couple months and asking am i actually going to be doing it like and i am so here i am you're welcome and with that being said i'll catch you all whenever Follow me on Instagram at Back to the Geek Blog. Go on my website, www.backtothegeek.co.uk. Follow me on Twitter, Back to the Geek 1. Don't ask me why it's got a 1 on it. That's just what they give me. Um, yeah. If you want to, even if you just want to vent and rant at someone, just. My inbox is always open. You can just like you can just vent your frustrations towards me. I don't give a fuck anymore. Like just go for, go wild. As long as, as long as you feel happy getting stuff out, that's all that matters. Thank you once again. Always be kind and respectful. And hopefully I'll uh, see you soon.